This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. friends of Radio Church. It's my pleasure and privilege, in fact, on this day to be with you. I'm Donald Phillips of the Dunedin Methodist Parish, and I bring you the greetings of the parish for this festive season, as we call it, and trust it will be for you a time of peace. Let's come to worship. You shall find a child wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. The hand of God is now uncovered before the eyes of all the nations and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Our first hymn is a more traditional one. A, it's from a traditional Christmas carol collection uh, by the 16, a very notable singing group in London under Harry Christopher. It's Unto Us a Boy is Born. Let's pray. Yours is the glory, light of the world, world in the silence, warmth in the cold, life in the cell, love at the threshold. Yours is the glory. 
beginning and end. Yours is the glory, light over Bethlehem, mother in labor, a baby's first cry, shepherds at the door, God in the straw. Yours is the glory, beginning and end. God of Christmas, renew us all, that our lives may declare the wonder of that which calls us out of darkness into glorious light. Friends, Christ came to liberate us from guilt and despair. Be cheerful, lift up your hearts, for you are a loved and forgiven people. You are set free to forgive one another and to be the agents of peace and joy. Now I'm going to read to you words that are so familiar but are so wonderful. The prologue, it's called, to the Gospel of St. John, chapter 1, the first 14 verses. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things came to be. Not one thing had its being but through him. All that came to be had life in him, and that life was the light of men, a light that shines in the dark, a light that darkness could not overpower. A man came, sent by God, his name was John. He came as a witness, as a witness to speak for the light, so that everyone might believe through him. He was not the light, only a witness to speak for the light. The word was the true light that enlightens all men. And he was coming into the world. He was in the world that had its being through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own domain, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God to all who believe in the name of him who was born not out of human stock or urge of the flesh or will of man, but of God himself. The word was made flesh. He lived among us and we saw his glory, the glory that is his as the only son of the father, full of grace and truth. Now, by way of contrast, we're going to hear Bryn Terfel, the great uh, Welsh bass baritone, accompanied by Malcolm Martineau, sing Mary's Boy Child.
so the Holy Bible says. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Hark now, hear the angels sing, a new king's born today. And man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Trumpets sound and angels sing. Listen to what they say. That man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Shepherds watched their flocks by night. They saw a bright new shining star. They heard a choir sing. The music seemed to come from afar. Now Joseph and his wife came to Bethlehem that night. They found no place to bear her child. Not a single room was in sight. By and by they found a little nook in a stable all forlorn. And in a manger cold and Mary's little boy was born. Trumpets sound and angels sing. Listen to what they say. That man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Long time ago in Bethlehem, so the Holy Bible says, Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Hark now, hear the angels sing, a new king's born today. Shakespeare put into the mouth of Henry V the words, Old Men Forget. And that phrase was used by a very notable English politician of a generation or two ago, Duff Cooper, as a title for his autobiography, Old Men Forget. And the words are just as appropriate to the writer of John's Gospel, whose prologue we just heard. 
He wasn't necessarily one of Jesus' own original disciples, even though his name was John. But he knew that world intimately, and as an old man recalled the passion of the times, the person, the message, the people. He begins his gospel not with stories of a birth. There are no angels, no stable, no stars, no Herod, no Roman soldiers. He doesn't give us, does John, many words for Christmas carols. He wasn't, in his old age, interested in that sort of history. His mind went back, however, to his youth, say, when he was a young man full of dreams for a future Israel and a Messiah who would free his people. He may have sat as an old man in his little room with the prophecy of Isaiah, the words, the scroll, at his side. And with that in mind, he's putting together his memories of that man from Nazareth. And he is absolutely certain that that man from Nazareth is that Messiah. He doesn't need a miraculous birth. He doesn't need kings and shepherds coming with gifts and wonder. What really mattered, what only mattered, was the death of this man and the miracle that then followed. We've just listened to what's called the prologue, It's an extraordinary, concise, and very challenging statement of faith. Something to wrestle with, something to read and reread. It starts with, The Word was made flesh. Not half as evocative as a baby lying on a bed of straw, loved by his very young mother, who wasn't sure what the fuss was all about, See, John uses words, not pictures. And that's a problem for us every Christmas season when we are literally overwhelmed with images, reminding us of the principal purpose of Christmas, which is to buy and buy. The images that we have are what we should give and receive as gifts. The images urge us to spend, sometimes to spend beyond our means, because isn't that what Christmas is all about? So what sort of picture can we draw using those five words of John? But do we have to be serious, even? Isn't it enough simply to enjoy the Christmas spirit, as we call it. But there is one image I'd like to end with. It is said in the other Gospels that at his birth, Mary wrapped her tiny baby in swaddling cloths. What were they? Not clothes. 
not made-up garments, just long strips of material used to keep the newborn child firmly and securely wrapped. In a poor family, the swaddling cloths may just have been strips from something worn out. Certainly not gold-coloured wrapping paper. And by the way, I wonder how much we will spend this year simply on wrapping paper. And I wonder also how many poor families there are in this country of ours who can't afford to give gifts. I've referred to the presence of Rome in the world of Joseph and Mary. So much could be said about the fear and the uncertainty of those times. And I'm beginning to wonder even whether COVID isn't something a bit like Rome. See, what I'm becoming increasingly aware of, and maybe you too, is the toll that the pandemic is taking on the peace of mind of many New Zealanders. So much stress, and now so much more anger. We want to think, and the signs are promising, that New Zealand at least is moving in the right direction. Beyond orange lies green, and that's not a vain hope. But while we are in that intermediate state, as you might call it, we have to make choices about the way we live, about the way we face our world. I think we ought to be starting to be positive. And I believe we do that by sharing our goodwill with our neighbours. Not looking at them as if they might be carriers of a virus, but as our friends, those with whom we might share our dreams. Christmas is about a new life. Think of the delight and the joy of new parents. Think also, though, of the dangers and the risks that are always there. But think also of the simple pleasures and the successes as well. We can really enjoy this Christmas Day by making it simple. Because the whole of Jesus' life was lived in that sort of simplicity. The God he believed in was a loving Father. That was all that was needed to be said. All the pictures from the Gospels are, in the end, to do with simplicity. Not power, not fuss, not places at the top table. 
Tis a gift to be simple. Tis a gift to be free. That's my Christmas wish for you. And may God be with you. Amen. And we continue in prayer. We who have so much to enjoy this day turn now to God with prayers for those who have much less. Let us pray for those who will spend this holy day in hospital, and especially for any who know it will be their last Christmas on this earth. We pray for children who will spend this day hungry or in poverty. We pray for parents who experience the pain but are not able to provide. We pray for those who must work today while we relax. Police, ambulance officers, nurses and doctors, chefs and waiters, members of fire brigades, all those who maintain public transport. We pray for those who once believed in Christ and who knew the meaning of Christmas joy, but who have now edged away into cynicism and darkness. We pray for those who have never believed, but who on this day are finding their hearts stirred by the Holy Spirit and challenged to take the leap of faith. We pray for any among our family or friends who are facing personal crisis or trying to deal with a tragedy at this Christmas season. Lord of the universe, through your true child, born of a young woman, you came to share our humanity. Renew us by your holy coming and make us children of love that we may embody your word and be agents of mercy and peace. And now our final hymn. It's again sung for us by the 16 under Harry Christopher. It's a traditional sort of Christmas, a new traditional Christmas carol called Rocking.
God has spoken his most joyful word of grace, mercy, and peace. This is the day when you delight in your kinship with God's Son. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you all, now and forever. Amen. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.